Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 252. On today's show, we're going to talk about Devil May Cry and if the series can still succeed, why an Assassin's Creed game in feudal Japan needs to happen, what we want from Star Wars to fall in order, and lastly, God of War. Does it deserve the praises it's been getting? Find out now. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. That's right, guys. We're back again for another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It's your boy, Celeb, here with my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me say it again. Lord Boats, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Um, so uh, you know how it is, bro. Just doing my doing my thing, as always. Always trying to change. Always trying to improve. We're doing the podcast a little bit different. As I said, we were going to in the uh, in the previous episode. I'm going to kind of try to change it up and see what you guys think about it. And also, of course, what me and Bolts think about it. So now before we move into talking about news and some of our main gaming topics, we're going to do what we have always done on this show. What have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? And also the add-in of how has life been going for you? Now, Bolts, what you been drinking? What you been gaming? How's life been going for you, bro? Life is life is chaotic right now. Yeah. I uh, just moved into a new place. Um, just started another job. Yeah. Uh, Two jobs. Yeah. Back to that old system. More money. I ain't got nothing else to do during the afternoon, so why not make more money? That's right. Uh, one of my supervisors got fired at my other job, so I'm t- I- I'm the one who has to take up the slack for that. So my hours are kind of shifted. My time is crunched. Um, my work has doubled, tripled if you include the new job. So you know, this week has been a little tiresome, sir. Yeah, you know, I understand that. What about uh, you know the whole gaming and drinking? What you been gaming? What you been drinking? Gaming. Um, uh, if 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 you pay anything attention to this man's Snapchat, <laughs> you know I have I have a PS4 Pro now. Yes. Um, the Time has come. In, in 25 days, MLB the 19 show comes out. So. MLB the 19 show. Yeah, my bad. It's okay. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, right now, I, you know, I got God of War I'm playing. Um, I got I downloaded Apex Legend so we could go online and play. We tried. We tried our hardest last yeah. night. <laughs> um, and uh, that's about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, drinking, no drinking at all. No, I'm a, I, I'm I'm having a Dr Pepper for the first time in a week, so mm-hmm. it's delicious. It's been more than a week. No, no, I had one the other day. Where was I at? Oh, uh, Aaron and I went out uh, like like a week and a half ago or something like that. Oh, okay. And I had a Dr Pepper. So, so. you've been lying to me. No, um, I was just waiting for you to take that delicious drink. Um, okay, so life wise, as you guys know, everything's been. You know, kind of wonky. Um, work has been crazy. 
Uh, life has been crazy. Just waiting for this baby to come. Um, you know, Dara, um, speaking of life, her birthday was on the 16th, so I decided to get her uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. And she's been going through and playing that and uh, enjoying it for the most part. I played a little bit when Bolts was over here the other day. And uh, I think me and Bolts can both admit we had no fucking clue what the hell was going on at all. Like, I have no clue who these characters are. <laughs> I just got to the point that well, we were just like skipping through the cutscenes. Um, but, you know. It is what it is. I gave it... A, I mean, now, to give it its due diligence, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is a beautiful game. I mean, oh, hey, oh, it was gorgeous. Like, graphics were amazing, which is... It's on the Unreal Engine. Um, I mean, it looks gorgeous. The game controls are a little weird, you know, because, like, X is action, circle is uh, jump, square is block. It kills me, bro. <laughs> that, I, I just can't do that, dude. Um, but that's like bolts playing inverted. I mean, I just like that's the the most evil thing you can do in gaming is playing inverted. I have a belly button that's inverted. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, this is you know playing games, doing that. Um, I've been playing back through some Far Cry. I just can't get over. I keep thinking about bolts as in, inverted belly button. It's like killing me right now. Oh it's my it's like a second penis. Uh, please stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because it's inverted. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've been going back through playing some Far Cry, playing some Call of Duty. Me and Bolts played some Apex Legends last night. And <laughs> he's such an idiot, bro. I swear to God. Oh, oh shit. I had the funniest image in my head. I ain't going to take off my shirt. and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to stretch in my belly. Like, uh, out. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, man. But, um, <sighs> yeah, me and Bolts tried our hardest at some Apex Legends last night. Now, we did have one game that we got down. There was, like, two squads left, right? It was, like, us and one other person. Yeah. Or one other squad. Yeah. And, and the game banged us in the corner. Yeah, and dude. Like, my internet was working pretty damn good. And somebody, I don't know if it was our teammate or what, but somebody on our squad had really crappy internet connection. So, every, like, Bolts, I told Bolts, I'm like, I feel like I'm glitching or something like that. I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, your character's kind of jumping here and there. Well, it kind of balanced out. We got to the end, and uh, we were on the, I can't remember what area of the map we were in, but we are on the top of this building, and um, Bolts was like, oh, they're right down there. They're about to go get them. <laughs> we both fall, and then we just both blast fell, us. And then they, yeah, we fell. Like, my character, like, moved forward, moved back. And then moved forward, and I just fell, and I was like, I just fell, and then Bolts jumps down there to try to save me, and both of us died. So, um, but you know, we're gonna try to start doing that a little bit more often, playing uh, playing some games together. Bolts is like, you need to get an Xbox. You're like, you don't have to right now. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know, E3, there's gonna be like seven different consoles announced just by Xbox. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like we got the Xbox Digital, Xbox um, Solid, then we have the Xbox Liquid, and uh, it's it, you just inject it into your bloodstream. You play we have Xbox. The, the Xbox Hamster Wheel. You put a hamster <laughs> in, it just turns it on for I'm you. I'm telling you right now, if they had some console like that, to where you like inject it into your body, Bolts would be the first person to do it. And my luck, my luck, I would get the Red Ring of Death, and that would like get, <laughs> I would get like cerebral palsy. And I'd be- <laughs> 
you. I'm like, Ghost, what happened? You're like, what did you tell me about my face? <laughs> How you tell my face was lumpy? Oh, man, that's a long story. So, anyways, but funny story. it is a funny story. But video games coming soon. So, this soon. one time, right? <laughs> I'm just playing. Video games coming soon. Uh, this coming up week, we have actually today, Dead or Alive 6 uh, has launched for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, coming March first, he just picked up some baby doll. Um, what do you what do you think about Dead or Alive Six? I saw some of the reviews, and they're saying that the game has kind of ironed out some of the issues from the last version of the game. Um, it's Dead or Alive, so I, I honestly I have no no thoughts on Dead or Alive. You never had a point in time that you enjoyed Dead or Alive. Honestly, honestly, no. Really, I was too much into Tekken. Um, that, that makes sense. That virtual makes Fighter sense. at the time, um, so yeah, no, Dead or Alive. I've honestly can sit here and tell you that I have never played a single minute of the game. What? I've played it and I, I like it. I mean, you know, what's the main character from Ninja Gaiden? That one guy. What's his name? I don't know. Anyways, everybody's like, "You're not a true gamer. You well, don't whatever, know, dude." Man, there's so many damn names in the game. There world. is. Come on, people. Jeez, like bolts. Uh, coming up on the 8th, the day after my son is born, <laughs> is actually what bolts, what do you say? The, March the, 10th, March Sunday. 10th. I said March 5th, so <laughs> you're ridiculous, bro. Um, Devil May Cry 5 comes out, Xbox One, PS4, PC. I'm very excited about that. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get a review for it. If not, I'm just going to buy it out uh, outright and, um, and uh, definitely play it for sure because... It is going to be a fantastic game. Uh, Division 2 comes out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC March 5th. Um, no thoughts on that at all? Do you? No, gonna, I will not play. I don't, I don't. I didn't like the first one. You're I'm not, not even going to try to play the open beta that's available ne- until the 4th? Negative, fourth? dude. Really? No. It d- I thought the, you and me could do some beta the, game Dude, play. dude, there's nothing about that game that appeals to me. Mm. Dude, you're lucky I got Apex Legends downloaded on my PS4. Yeah, but you can admit, even though you know Apex Legends is a battle royale, you could tell that... Like you could tell automatically when you play that game, it was made by respawn. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a great first. Too bad you shooting. can't respawn immediately when you die, but overall, it's not bad. It's not bad. Out of a ten, I at least give it a five. Oh my god, bro! I'm about to chunk something at you right now. Um, speaking of Apex Legends, you know they did a up- update on Fortnite with season eight. And even Ninja was quoted saying that it kind of seems like they just copied everything because the two main features in Fortnite Season 8 are the updated ping system. It's where you can actually ping all your items. Well, I mean, you could do it before, but like now it's it's very much like Apex Legends. Uh, and also they added pirates. <laughs> so... It's just strange that Apex Legends and Sea of Thieves have really gotten popular over this last month. And then now, they're like, hey, well, fuck you guys. We're going to add pirates and pings into our own game. Which, I mean, it's a good strategy, I guess, right? You know what would make it even better if they, like, you'd have to buy the pings? <laughs> <laughs> Micro With transactions. Oh, I also forgot to say, I'm drinking a Stone IPA, so. Stone Brewery. Some of the best beer out there. Um, then March 22nd, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice comes out for PS4, Xbox One, PC. Now, Bolts, I, I know you're excited about the game. Uh, yeah. But in, in a... Uh, yeah, I'm excited. No, I'm just saying in a more explanation. Shadows Die Twice, bro. 
Okay, but look. That means that they die and they come back into <laughs> another shadow. Why are you actually excited for this game? Um, because it's it's more or less it's that time period that I like. It's the samurai. I absolutely love the feudal Japan. I love samurais. I love that that whole you know early 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 BC uh, uh, AD BC however whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you want you're talking about it. just early time frame yes I love yeah. I love that time frame of Japan you know samurais and ninjas and you know just so so much history on that on that side of the world and there's so much to tell about it. I just I just I love it I love it it's gonna be difficult as shit it's gonna be hard as shit it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be frustrating I'm gonna die more than twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'm just i'm just really excited about it um I, yeah man I, it's let's go please come <laughs> on well i'm glad you're really excited about it man no joke it's gonna suck though because it's, wow. it comes out uh, uh, the same day as no five days before mlb the show comes out mm-hmm. so when does MLB the show come out? I on think the-, the 26th or the 27th, something like that. Okay, well, I don't um, have that on here, but... But, yeah, because you have Yoshi's Crafted World instead. Yeah, because it's actually going to sell on, you know, a good content. No, I'm just joking. Um, so, uh, MLB the show also comes out. I think it does come out on the 26th. Yep. Um, for that's PS4 exclusive. That's my jam. So, um, from what he said, that's one of the only reasons why he bought a PS4. But I know it's for more than that. He's been talking about buying a PS4 for quite some time. And when he looks at my library, he will see. And I will see like what? Two I games. will see Apex Legends. I will see God of War. And I will see MLB The Show. And then I'll also, this coming up year, I'll see games like Days Gone. I'll see games like maybe possibly if they come out in that time frame. I'll see games like Last of Us 2. I'll see other games like, especially since you like Feudal Japan, Ghost of Toshima, which is a Feudal Japan samurai game. Okay, three then. I'll give him three. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, and as Bolt said, Yoshi's Crafted World is coming out for Nintendo Switch on March 29th. Now, I think Crafted World is just a... Is it kind of like Kirby's String World or whatever that one was? Well, you know, they had Yoshi's Wooly World. Which came out in 2015 on the 3DS. So I guess it's kind of a continuation of that. I don't think it's a full remake. Um, but I think it's definitely a kind of a continuation of that strange style of gameplay. So um, so now we're going to get into a little bit of gaming news. But first, I want to thank a few people um, that make this show possible. Uh, first off, I want to thank you, Bolt, very much uh, for being here so consistently um, and really being a, a, a awesome friend. Um, also, want hey, to th- we need to pick this. Up. I got to fold laundry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I'm about to knock you out. Uh, also, I want to thank TJ Spangler, aka T Spray Spray, my boy. TJ was uh, able to do the show with me for quite some time. And work has been super crazy for him. Um, and, you know, he's a dad as well. He's got all kinds of stuff to do. So new section in life, but hopefully maybe eventually, um, you know, he'll be able to get back to the point of joining us on the podcast. Um, also, of course, thinking Second Opinion Productions. Now, that doesn't just include me. That also includes some of the people from the past. You know, I 
I gotta gotta give a shout out to my boy Skelly for helping me start this back in 2010 uh, or 2011. Um, we started the podcast I think in 2010. I can't remember exactly. Maybe maybe before that. But um, also big shout outs to Jen and Jeremy. Um, I could never thank you enough for everything that you guys do. And of course, I'm man, shout out to Dara. You know, whatever wife she does things, but big shout outs to Centrelinks. Um, this show is brought to you by Second Opinion Productions, of course, but also mainly one of the big hubs is Centrelinks. They've done so much for us to help us with content, go to these events, um, do the stuff that we're doing. Uh, me and Bolts being able to go to E3 this year um, is obviously because of Centrelinks as well, and we just appreciate it so much i know bolts is very excited right you're super excited for that xbox content you're gonna be able to see there right that's that and and more more footage of cyberpunk yeah and i think also just spending some time with your boy out of the state of texas you you know that is true i'm gonna have a friend there um he's gonna come down from oregon (laughs) i hate you so much oh my god Um, so Real quick, before we move into the gaming news, I do want to talk about Real Outreach, um, who is another sponsor, quote-unquote sponsor of the show, that helps make uh, not just Second Opinion and Cinelinks thrive, but also helps some of these kids out there um, feel a little bit more normal in their situation. At Real Outreach, the belief is that everyone deserves a night or a day at the movies, and kids who have no control over their circumstances need it the most. With the rising cost of tickets and concessions, for many kids, the enjoyment of sitting down and watching a film is sadly out of reach. While many consider this a luxury, uh, for kids, it is a need and a chance to escape their problems and feel normal once again. So um, recently, the one that is coming up, uh, I think March 8th is, or in the next couple of days actually, is a Captain Marvel screening that we're having for the Girls Incorporated in Dallas. Um, And I think there was a total of $2,108 raised for um, Real Outreach, which the original marker was $1,800. So big shout out to everybody that donated. Thank you so much for everything. And um, it seems like there may be a little bit of a tease that um, one of the next ones could be Detective Pikachu. So um, definitely make sure to head on over to realoutreach.com. Check out the the uh, all the information that's available. Uh, you can get a better understanding of what Real Outreach does, what Jordan and Matt really uh, try to do for these kids uh, in these, um, you know, that, that not just have problems but are in very bad situations they try to bring a little bit of light and a lot of people as said before a lot of people do look at it as a as a as a luxury or you know oh well why would you take them to the movies instead of doing this because there are other charities out there to do that um there's a ton of charities especially here in the state of texas that do this for these kids you know when jordan and them started this they wanted to bring they wanted to bring, you know, that magic that you had when you went to a, a movie theater as a kid to these kids to make them feel more normal in their situation. So, um, big shout out to Jordan and Matt for always doing this uh, week after week. It's just a uh, week after week, well, month after month, however long it is, but it's just amazing. And uh, I know Bolts has pretty high regards for Jordan 
for doing stuff like this. Bolts is a <clears throat> Bolts is like me. I got a I got a pretty sensitive area in my heart about kids. So, oh yeah, no, it's it's an absolutely amazing, you know, f- foundation that they do. Um, yeah. It's it's just it's awesome. I'm 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 one of the bigger movie buffs that you'll ever meet or hear or, or anything. Um, I, I go to the movies every single week. I see the new stuff that comes out Thursday. Um, so I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that they do these for the, that they do this for the kids, because like you said, you know, you know t- ticket prices, you know, not necessarily the ticket prices, but man, the concession prices are out yeah. freaking rageous. Yeah. So it's really awesome that they do this. Um, I love them for it, and I know many, many, many other people love them for it as well. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move down into some gaming news and then we'll get into our big topics a little bit, uh, later in the show. Um, so first and foremost, Devil May Cry is right around the corner. And of course, with that, we're going to have a final trailer, but for some reason, this trailer has some major spoilers. I'm not going to talk about the spoilers. Um, I was stupid enough that I'm just a big Devil May Cry fan, as you can tell, not just with the aspect of... I didn't just name my son Dante just because of this game. I also named him Dante because Dante's Inferno. But I'm a huge, huge fan of this series, and um, I just clicked on the trailer and watched the whole trailer and realized afterwards that, you know, it says it in the in the description of the YouTube channel that, you know, there are major spoilers in this game. So kind of got the game spoiled for me, but um, Bolts, what, what do you think about this type of, what do you think about this type of marketing? I don't really, I guess I don't understand it because at, in the beginning, this is Devil May Cry 5, which continues um, the story from Devil May Cry 4 with Nero and, you know, Dante, right. all these other characters. And you have the new edition of V, who is a new character in the series. Um, but you do have Trish and, uh, you know, the other, I can't even remember the other chick's name. You have new people and some of the old people as well. So it is a continuation, but it's been very shrouded in silence of like kind of what the main story is about. You know that Nero lost his arm. You don't know who did it. Uh, you don't know what's really going on. Um, and then just out of nowhere, they drop a final trailer. It's a 4k version of the trailer. Hey, go watch it, you know, and there's a pretty big spoiler in there. So, um, what do you think about companies that do this? I mean, why, why, why why do it? Stuff like that doesn't bother me. I mean, yeah, there's spoilers in there, but you still don't know what the story is. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to eventually see, you know, whether it's going to be this or somebody from the company or something leaks. Somebody was going to eventually. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I love the fact that they're completely being mysterious about the story. You're basically going to dive in and not know what the hell that's going on until you until you get into the story. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as that aspect, I love. Um, as far as the spoilers, I don't, really don't give a shit. Spoilers are spoilers <laughs> um, because you still don't know what's going on. You yeah. don't. You can have all the spoilers in the world of of people and 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 little activities and and whatnot's going on, but for the most part, you still don't know what's going on. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, that don't bother me. Um, I'm ready to play to see how where, where the story's going to go and unfold. So yeah, I mean, and it looks fantastic. You know, we're watching some of the trailer right now. It looks really good graphically. It's just beautiful. Um, and as what Bolt said, you know, me and Bolt are really big story-driven gamers. Uh, really, really large story-driven gamers. So the fact that this one is going to not only 
divulge, you know, some of these secrets that they've been talking about. But also it's going to show probably a more in-depth story than what we've ever had with the Devil May Cry series. So um, I'm really excited. And I think, you know, it is being done by Capcom. So from the way it looks, it looks like they are using, it looks like they're using the RE engine. I don't know if they are. Maybe it's an updated version of it. Uh, but the, I mean, dude, the cutscenes and the graphics are just gorgeous, dude. Yes, they are. Um, yes, they are. So I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, me personally, I don't know if I feel that it was the best choice to release a trailer that had, has a pretty big plot point in it and i'm not going to say exactly what it is but when i watched it i was like well you know that did point to what i thought but at the same time i would have kind of liked to not seen that until i played the game uh but whatever it is what it is as what bolt said i kind of agree that you know spoilers are spoilers there's always going to be some type of spoiler um that's going to pop up there even when you're least expecting it so um Moving on from that to kind of hit up a little bit of news about, uh, you know, this thing called the road to E3. We're only about five months out from E3 now. What is it? March, April, May, June, four months out from E3. Um, So uh, it is right around the freaking corner. And it's really crazy that it's right around the corner. But with that being said, of course, we should know that there was going to be some news for E3 coming soon. And the first topic is a pretty awesome one. It has been officially announced by the uh, CD Projekt Red Twitter page, or actually the Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter page, that Cyberpunk 2077 will be making an appearance at E3 2019. Uh, which, as VG247 says in this article, is not very much of a, su- a surprise. Last year, whenever I was at E3, they had a really like invite-only area um, to where you were able to sit down and watch almost like an hour-long demo of the game. I would probably say, if I were to suggest or guess anything, since Xbox is saying they're going to have the largest um, E3 presence they've ever had, I would probably go as far as saying that they're going to have like an exclusive demo at their press conference. They're going to show off, you know, whatever, even if it's like, you know, eight minutes of gameplay, it's going to show off a mission. And then I think we're going to get a, uh, a, a release date announcement. Um, and hopefully we will be able to at least even check the game out while we're there. So bolts, I know you're super excited about this. What do you think we're going to see uh, from cyberpunk 2077 at E3 this year? Um, I agree. I agree with all the above statements. Um, Especially the part about the um, uh, Xbox going to show. Well, well, first of all, Sony's not going to be there, so Xbox yeah. will show an extended uh, video gameplay demo, whatever, of Cyberpunk because they will show it on their big, powerful system that they're going to announce. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be tailored for whatever the new Xbox system comes out. I don't think it comes out on the Xbox One X or anything like that. I think it will be tailored for the new generation of consoles coming out. Um, and they'll, you'll get a taste of what that console can do yeah. and what this game is going to look like, feel like, play like, and I will be jizzing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so crazy. I will bro. look like a gooey duck when I I'm mean, done. For, for real, <laughs> it looks so crazy. We're looking at this and, um, you know, some of the gameplay that, the, that has been shown off, uh, and released so far, it's just, it's, it's nuts to me to think that this is CD, um, project red you know you go from 
a studio that's making something like, you know, The Witcher that was beautiful. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, but you're moving it to something that is a very up close and personal first person style game. You know, you you have, you know, of course, you do have the whole you know driving aspect, which is in the third person, but you know the overall action. Um, and, uh, story is pretty much all first person based, but it's just crazy. Cause you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, movies like Blade Runner, um, and even Ghost of the Shell, which are those cyberpunk style movies. Now bolts, I know that they have said before in the past that of course this game does have some type of, uh, a type of, uh, draw from those movies and shows. Um, what do you expect? Are you expecting just like something over the top? Are you expecting a, a kind of a mixture of like things we've seen before? <clears throat> um, I, I, I believe it will be very similar to Blade Runner. Um, as far as the, 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 the time period, the, uh, the visuals, the, uh, the physics of everything. Yeah. Um, there's another, there's a series on Netflix. It's called Altered Carbon. Oh yes, um, God, and it's so good. it's it's an amazing amazing series. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that if if they haven't, I, I don't know if personally if they've announced a season two or whatnot, but it runs along the same lines as that that feel of Blade Runner. Yeah, um, and I think that's what you're going to get from Cyberpunk, and it's go it's I think it's awesome. It's going to be awesome, bro. It needs to come on. Yeah, it's going to be really, really awesome. I'm very excited about it. And uh, as usual, I hope you guys are as well, because I think this game is really going to shake things up. Um, So moving on from that, Evo 2019 lineup has been revealed. Um, We are getting Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Tekken 7, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Soul Calibur 6, Mortal Kombat 11, Under Night in Birth, and of course the recently announced Samurai Showdown. Um, so it's a pretty good lineup of stuff. Um, I'm just going to say I know that everybody thinks that Street Fighter V Arcade Edition is so awesome and it's so great, you know, but I'm still very salty about the way that Street Fighter was released. It took me a little bit of time. Um, and to be honest, it took bolts to kind of like show me, you know, kind of the truth of the game. But I mean, the, the, it just, it aggravates me. It really aggravates me that, you know, Street Fighter five arcade edition and uh, like released. And it was actually supposed to be the game that we originally got. Um, so I know that's just like some fanboy shit, but uh, there's four games that are being shown on the main stage on Sunday. That's going to be Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Tekken 7, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Bolts, what do you think about this lineup of games? Um, uh, um, you know, it, it sucks that, you know, Soul Calibur is not going to be on the main stage. Yeah. Sucks that Mortal Kombat 11 is not going to be on the main stage. Like, you're one of the biggest fucking games. If not if not the biggest one that started <laughs> everything. Um, so, it's, th- those two games alone bother me. Um, but, uh, you know, but Bla- Blaze Blue, for some reason, has a huge fucking following. And I hate it. Me too, bro. Um, it's so... It is not my game. See, it's so slow-paced. I, even even Mortal Kombat, even Mortal Kombat to 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 a point yeah. is slow paced for me because yeah. I you know I played Marvel vs. Capcom, 
you know, Soul Calibur is a lot faster than that. Mm. You know, I got to fight with Maxi for crying out loud. Just what it sounds like when I'm throwing nunchucks around. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I like that that high that 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 high pace. You know, bing 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 bing. Yeah. Um. So you know, Smash Brothers brawl. Smash Brothers, I can absolutely understand. Yeah, totally. Uh, Tekken, I can understand. Yeah. Um. But the, but these other Street two. Street Fighter Five, dude. I mean, yeah, like <sighs> arcade edition. Yeah, it's a good game, but damn, bro, it's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five has been on the scene for a while. Move it out of the spotlight. Why would you not have Mortal Kombat 11 on the Sunday main stage? Like, for real. Like, that should be your key focus. But I guess it's also just because it's Evo, too. And, I mean, Evo right. is very, um, you know, you have a very eccentric um, style of, I guess, gamers that are over there that, you know, they do appreciate good games. And I know Street Fighter V Arcade Edition is way better than the original launch version, but still, dude, it's still, it just bothers me, you know? It's just no, like what I, you said. It bothers yeah. me that Mortal Kombat 11 is on the main stage, so. I don't know. Bolts is over there wearing his NASA hat, messaging people. Like, Doing my thing, bro. Anyways. Hashtag so, postcad pod pat. Postcad <laughs> What the fuck? Did you just have a stroke? Hey, look, look. I ejected by 360 to me. I got the red ring of death. And I was like, ah. Shit, podcast. Come, come, podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So, next up um, on gaming news, we got some pretty crazy news. And I want to hear Bolts' thoughts on this, of course, because he was the one that wrote the article. Skybound cuts ties with Starbreeze. Overkills The Walking Dead did not meet the company standards. Skybound team did have this to say. Our creators and their stories are the core of Skybound. And since 2014, we have worked hard to expand the world of The Walking Dead into an exceptional co-op action first-person shooter. We did our best to work with Starbreeze and resolve as many issues as we saw with the game, but ultimately Overkill's The Walking Dead did not meet our standards or our expectations for quality that we were promised. Um, So they have completely shut down the entire project. The game is 100% canceled, um, and they will, quote-unquote, continue to look for alternative video game options for the IP. Um, So Bolts... um, I know you haven't, you know, I played this at E3 last year. I thought it was okay, but I know you probably haven't, you know, obviously you hadn't played it, but you have seen a little bit of it. Um, what is your take on this entire situation? Look, 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 okay. Um, I, I have a very strong opinion about The Walking Dead, whether it's a video game or whether it's a series on television that completely sucks. Ooh, crickets from everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I absolutely hate The Walking Dead and everything that is The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, I absolutely, lutely, absolutely loved the very first season. After that, it was a complete shamble. It was I. I can't stand it. It's it's to t- to me the whole zombie genre is getting so overplayed. And yeah, I know it's oversaturated. Yeah, I, I know we're getting Days Gone and we're we're getting the the Last of Us, and it's not necessarily zombies in the Last of Us, but. You know, we, we just got a Resident Evil 2 remake, and they're talking about doing the 3 and 4 and, and probably 5 and 6. Who fucking knows? But it's it's I'm, I'm over the whole zombie stuff. I, I just am. Um, so, you know, the, 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's, like, it's like this. Ultimately, Overkill's The Walking Dead did not beat standards, nor is it the quality that we were promised. Well, you know, fucking shit. You just, there's only so much that you can be promised with zombies. And, and that's the truth. You know, there, there's, very, there's very few stories. There's very few games. There's very few anything about zombies that just live up to sta- live up to, to par. Yeah. And that's the truth. You know, Resident Evil 2 was a complete remake from the ground up, from the core to the structure, to the bones, to the guts, everything. And it was amazing. Yeah. It absolutely was amazing. Um, well, I mean, and then you look at games like, you know, like Left 4 Dead that at this point will be left for dead. That the, it, From it, what they're saying, it's not going to happen again. But that was like one of those... That was like digging down to the very bottom of a of a pit and be mm-hmm. like, damn, I guess there ain't nothing. You find that big ass gold nugget. That's and it. that's exactly what that's it. Left for Dead was. You know, and 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 within the within the year or two or whatever, um, you know, you, you we have Dying Light two come out. Now, Dying Light is 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 an RPG based zombie game. And I absolutely loved Dying Light. You know, it, it it's got it's got a great, great feel with the parkour. It's got, you know, as, as you're facing the, I mean, as you're running through, you know, you're dealing with zombies, you're dealing with humans as well. It's just something about that, that whole RPG you feel of the dying, of dying light. I absolutely love build weapons, crap weapons, upload, um, upgrade weapons, yeah. armor, all that stuff. But back to the walking dead, good riddance. You're glad that it's. I, I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I was, you know, I didn't play the, uh, uh the telltale stories. See, I thought the Telltale stories were good, but I thought that over time, season after season, it just got to the point of just being boring to me because it was a different style of game, but it also wasn't the the style of action gameplay that I was usually used to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was really intuitive controls, but at the same time, it just, I don't know, bro. I think it was also because they were releasing too much stuff and I mean you see what happened with Telltale Games um, and you know they took on too much shit at the same time you know that's exactly what happened they were taking on projects before they can even you know make money off the previous projects so um, it's a it's a sad and upsetting thing but it is what it is you know the people the staff that we met from Starbreeze whenever we were there they were super nice I mean they really felt like they had a pat like to me it felt like they really had a passion for what they were doing and what they were trying to, what they were trying to create, um, but it just didn't work out. It, it didn't, and and I, and as much as you know, I didn't go with you, so I couldn't have met them and stuff like that. But I would have told them, be like, look, you know, as much as and you know, I, I love zombie games or the zombie genre as much as the person next to me, but it's like it's overplayed. You're you're, it's not gonna be what you think it is, and yeah. I would have told them that too. Yeah. I mean, but that's the thing is that, you know, you have to, you know, it's like there's multiple times in the times that I've done stuff that I've heard somebody ask a question and I've kind of been like, did they really just ask that? Um, But, you know, you kind of have to be asked those questions sometimes and you have to have that challenge of like, you know, if I was Bolts, I wouldn't have asked it that way. I would have probably been more like, I'm just saying in the aspect, like I would have said, no, 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 just get me. I would have said. Listen, I like zombie games just as much, but I mean, how is this going to, how are you going to sell this game to me and to make me understand that this isn't just another zombie game? Because that's what this feels like. It feels like just something else that I've played already once before. You know what I'm saying? So, um, now speaking of games that we are definitely excited about, 
We got some news about the Outer Worlds. Something else that Bolts wrote. My boy cracking down the whip and getting them articles cranked out. Uh, Me and Bolts have been excited about the Outer Worlds since it was originally announced. Especially the fact that Obsidian is doing it. And it's coming to multi-platform. It just looks like such a great game. But the other day... There's a very big possibility that an update on the Steam database page could have accidentally leaked out the release date of this game. Um, now, it was shown, the message that said, removed Steam release date, August 6, 2019. Um, so we can only assume that this is the actual release date that was just uh, leaked out. Due to the fact that the game has been in development for some time, we can only hope the release date will be very soon and be shown off at the mega show that is the xbox presser at e3 2019 so bolts just think about this you and me sitting there xbox presser going on they come out show off august 6 2019 for the outer worlds what do you say thank god <laughs> um it's just, it's just you know i don't care what anybody says I don't care what anybody thinks yeah, this is what Fallout 76 should have been. Um, so <laughs> you're just saying that because last week. What do you mean last? Because what I said last week about the whole the devs said that they don't want people to hate on them. Dude, I said that when they when, when we first saw the video, bro. Yeah, I know. This is this is what this is this is what it what it should have been. This is what it always should be. This is this is this is the Fallout game of the space world, and it. It's I'm 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 ready. Let's go. So let man. me ask you this: Like, why are you excited about this? Are you excited because it? To me, it has a feel. It has like a definite mixture type feel of, of like Fallout and Borderlands. Like it feels like a well, nice yeah, I, good I, I, mixture. You know, of that. Absolutely, but but I mean, it, it, it more or less without the Borderlands, it has it has the Fallout feel that we love. Mm-hmm. You know, with single player campaign RPG style. A big world probably to explore, you know it, that that's what the Fallout people love, yeah. and that's what single player people love. That's what people who want stories driven and 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 just to involve themselves into a game. Yeah, this is what people want. And the devs did also say in a recent interview that you posted about as well, which I don't know why I didn't put put it on here, but um, that the game is going to be have a lot of dark humor. So. Um, they even said that there was sometimes that they were questioning their decision and some of the stuff they were trying to put into the game that, you know, it doesn't just stay humorous um, throughout the entire game, but there are times that, you know, it goes from dark humor to a real serious moment in the game. So I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I really am. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be uh, exactly what we have been needing um, as RPG fans. Um, and I just hope, I can only hope that it doesn't just feel like the same old, same old. You know what I'm saying? I, I do have that worry. I mean, because there's been so many games that I've been excited for these last, you know, four years that whenever I go and play it, I'm like, this is like the same shit. You know, yeah, I, I was, you know, I understand that feeling because I was exactly the same way about God of War. So... <laughs> You know, I was excited, and I was like, "Bam!" R one, R two, R one, R two. Oh, bro, we're gonna talk about that in just a bit. We're gonna get into it pretty bad, I think. Um, so moving on from that, Halo Infinite is to be 
quote unquote a spiritual reboot, according to three four three industries. So, Bolts, what do you think about this? I mean, they're talking about this game is going to be um, a somewhat of a reboot of the series, but it's technically not going to be because you're still going to know all the characters. I guess all the people that you have uh, initially knew. There's not going to be a total retailing. Um, I don't know. It says maybe it took us two games to uh, get there. And I think that we've done a good job. Uh, Good things and bad things. But what does Halo mean to us? It's about hope, wonder, heroism, humanity, community, and bringing the community together. Um, And I think the, the trailer shows that. But they are saying that this is supposed to be an actual spiritual reboot of the game. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you're you're gonna reboot reboot one of your most successful gaming franchises ever. I don't I don't I don't understand that. Do you know how well Halo um, Halo Four did? No, I, I didn't do good. Oh, okay, that, that, that's and that's fine. It's still one of the top franchises ever to be released on the gaming system, hands yeah. down. Halo Five, I mean. Um, it was a it was a good, highly rated game, but sales wise, it just wasn't there compared to previous Halos. So um, I think it's more or less the aspect that they're trying to do um, they're trying to do different stuff, bro. I mean, I think we need to give them that chance. I, I'm just saying because three four three industry i think in in my mindset is trying to do the best they can for not just the halo series but for the fans so you know you're i, I, I see you doing the hand mo- movements but i'm just saying like what do you expect from them do you just want them to do something else i, I have no idea i mean i mean, I mean you, no i i they can make a halo game for crying out loud they can do whatever the hell they want but it, you know a spiritual re- uh, reboot it, what were you gonna do? I don't know where they would I have no idea what they would do with it yeah. I don't what well, says on here it says Ross indicates the studio is thinking of Halo Infinite as a spiritual reboot after getting their legs stable on the previous two games so are they gonna go back to Halo Halo 3 and then continue with that story or who knows it, that's what I'm telling you I, it's 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 all fine and dandy and the, people want a Halo game I'm assuming um, but what, what, what do you get? What can you do with it? You know, you've yeah. you you've had you've had Raylo, uh, Raylo, Halo Re- uh, Reach. You've had Halo ODST. <laughs> you've had Halo this. You've had Halo that. You've you have these stories that you've you've gone through and you've completed and you've done this. And Master Chief has died and gone off and come back. And Cortana is is virtually having an affair or something like that. I'm just saying oh that God, there's th- they've they've branched off to the story in 16 different directions and then you're just going to reboot it. Come on, bro. Yeah. I just think it's a it's a mess. To each their own bolts. Your fucking opinion doesn't matter. Um moving on from that, let's talk about another shitty game. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know Bolt is excited about this. Borderland developer Gearbox promises a reveal or reveals at their PAX East panel. Uh, PAX East takes place at the end of March, and they are stating that there is going to be reveals at the panel. I'm sure hoping that they just hurry up and reveal fucking 
Borderlands Three. So we'll we see, stop talking about. We'll it. see what's going to happen. Is you know, last year they they, they hinted that they're going to uh, reveal something Borderlands, and it was VR. So they're going to do mobile this year. Yeah, right. It's like Borderlands for the Galaxy Note Nine. Exactly. And then I will destroy Gearbox. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, yes. Come on, man. I, I've been waiting and waiting. Um, I, I've played through Borderlands so many times on so many different characters. Um, like I said, Handsome Jack is one of my favorite villains of all time. He yeah. is absolutely hilarious. He's 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 just he's just so so good. And Borderlands Three needs to come on. I need some more weapons. I need some more loot. I need another Pandora. I need something that is just that is the greatness of what Borderlands is. Oh man. Keep living in your delusional world, Bolts. I know. I know. Yeah. It's never coming. It, it's not. It's, it's not. You will never see Borderlands 3 release. You're absolutely right. But I got a game where I go R1, R2, R1, R1. R1 yeah, R1, that's R2, right. And R2. it's graphically beautiful. One it's of the best stories be. of all time. It doesn't matter if it's supposed to be. You look at this. Look at Borderlands. Cell shading is like from 2007. Because yeah, that's that picture from two thousand there's zero. <laughs> no, <right>? There's zero <laughs> and there's El Salvador. Oh my god. Isn't that from yeah, that's from what, Borderlands two? Yeah, that's Borderlands two. Um <laughs> anyways, but um I really for real, dude, I have got a lot of friends at the studio, um and the times that we've gone to the events and stuff like that. Um I hope nothing but the best uh for the team and I hope that they do announce it uh at PAX East. That that would be fantastic. So all right, guys, we're going to take a quick move, uh, movie minute break. Oh, shit, we're going to watch a movie real quick. Music minute break. Uh, this music is brought to you by Tech Industry. Um, a couple of friends over there that um, made this album a while back. Um, and we're going to listen to some tunes. Then we're going to come back and uh, dive into our Real Talk segment where we're going to talk about Devil May Cry, Assassin's Creed, uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, and, of course, God of War. So we're here to talk about Devil May Cry and if the actual series can survive in this state of gaming. So this new world of gaming bolts, um, there's battle royales, there's all this other stuff. We have people, you know, like Amy Hennig that, you know, were supposedly misquoted the other day. Um, 
Amy Hennig was uh, doing an interview and she had kind of stated that the original Uncharted in its original form could probably not survive in the games industry as of today. And at first I was like, what is she talking about? Single player games are great, blah, blah, blah. But I think she's stating as of like launching a game that's like eight hours long and that's the only thing you get. You know what I'm saying, Bolts? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, do you agree with that? Like, you know, it probably couldn't survive if it was just like a seven-hour story and there was no other content to it. Uh, Tunix, you know what? I, I I can somewhat disagree with that um, because even even in this day and age of these huge battle royale, you know. You spend 15 minutes in the game and then you die and then spend another 15 minutes getting back in the game. At Are least, you bringing up our our game the other no, day? That's none of that's that's here or nor uh, yeah. nor there. Saying, yeah, so I'm just saying this is still this is a game that will keep your attention that will continuously. Yeah. I say continuously, depending on you know how long the story truly is, depending on. Um, if there's ever going to be DLC, they say there's not, but you never know. Um, there, there is stuff about it um, that will and always will appeal to people. You know, there's there's people in this world that still can't play online games. Or, I mean, they they can get online, but they just can't keep up to the speeds because you know, you know, people live in country. It's just this that's, that's just what shit happens. And um, so, as as far as staying up as a one player single player campaign game. Absolutely, it was. St- it will still withstand the the time because you know I'll, I'll go back to Fall Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six is a strictly online game. Yeah, you know, and it has not been received well. Um, and what has everybody been crying for? Single a Fallout single player game. So it, it's it's going to be hit or miss. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> we are not doing that. <laughs> Um, bad bolts, <laughs> right? So you know, f- you know, hit, hit or miss, it's gonna happen. You oh. know, right? Oh, oh sing it, sing it, sing it. So, um, so yes, I think it can withstand this new world of gaming. I don't think it is a new world of gaming. Yeah. I think it is e- each decade or each time frame of each new world gaming. I think it, it's a fad. It's it's just what it is. It's like. It's like JRPGs. You know, for the longest time, everything was a turn-based RPG. You know? Yeah. All your Final Fantasies, your your Chrono Triggers, yeah. your uh, um, your Legends of Dragoons, stuff like that. I mean, that, that that's what it was about, you know? Was Le- Legends of Dragoon a turn-based? Oh, no, I don't think it was. No, I don't no. think it was. But that, but that, Get your shit right, no, yeah, Exactly. You know, the but, fuck? <laughs> but you had that fad, and then it slowly turned into... Um, you know, active RPG Final Fantasy games, and then the JRPGs just completely left, and then you broke that on your fat head. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tried to put on the Fallout mask. That shit popped me in the side of the face. So, I, I, it can survive, and it will survive because it is a, it is a, it is a grade A title that people still, still love to play. I actually disagree with you, Bolt. Um, I think that it is more than a grade A title. No, I agree with you, bro. I think that it is, uh, I think it's going to be here for some time, um, this style of gameplay. And I mean, personally, you know, Devil May Cry has always been one of those games that has always had such a great story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it doesn't have to forcibly pull you in. You know, it, it not only has great artwork, great cutscenes, great voice acting, 
but it has just an unbelievable story to tell about, you know, two brothers that were born of a traitorous demon um, that, you know, ended up wanting to help out the world. And I mean, even though it wasn't an original, you know, Capcom design of the game, um, I thought that the... I thought that the Ninja Theory version of Devil May Cry was fucking amazing. And I know you liked it as well. DMC, but, yes. you know, you kind of have a weird thing with Ninja Theory. Like, you never played Heavenly Sword, right? Yes, I did. Did you play Heavenly Sword? Did I you did. play... Oh, what is it called? What's the other one? I'm going to have to look it up now. Um, now, you're still playing through Hellblade's uh, Sinuous Sacrifice, correct? Yes. Uh, what do you think about that so I far? fucking love that game. Yeah. The story behind that alone keeps me involved. Just because it's, like, so bizarre? Yes. Um, but, you know, Ninja Theory is just such a great game. Uh, oh, okay. It was called Enslaved Odyssey of the West, or To the West. Um, of course, their original game was Kung Fu Chaos on the PS2. Um, but um, I actually think there's a little bit more story uh, behind Enslaved Odyssey to the West I know it's a long thing to go into, and I'm not going to go into it on this episode, but I'm pretty sure it's off of an old, uh, like, story of um, the... Oh, who was the monkey god? You remember the one movie that had, like, Jet Li in it, and he played... The Monkey King? The Monkey King. I'm I'm 100% sure for what me and my Uncle Chris talked about before, because he talked about this in one of, uh, one of his classes. Um... Andy Serkis played Monkey, and his character is based around um, the origins of the Monkey King and one of the stories that he had to do with or whatever. Anyways, so it was such a great game. It really was. It I, I was kind of blown away by it. But that cuts down to you know them, them adding their style into Devil May Cry. And there was a lot of people that didn't like it, bro. They didn't like how Dante had changed and he had this weird short hair and whatever. And I loved it. I mean, I thought it was great. You know, having Virgil in there. And um, I thought the uh, voice actor was great for it. I think the entire story was just uh, was unbelievable. And even having, you know, um, the, the demon god or whatever um, that you faced off against. The one chick that had like the plastic yeah. surgery and shit—it yeah, was just yeah. wicked, bro. So, so, so coming down to it, you don't think the Devil May Cry series can withstand the new world of gaming? I think it could. I mean, I think that it, I think that it will do good. I think I just think that there's a weird world of gaming that we're in now. Okay, you know? then I'll say this because I'll compare this game to another game that has really recently come out that has a huge following, has a great story. And it's very similar to every aspect of what this game is. And that is God of War. Yeah. It but, is- you know, I, I agree in that aspect, too. That I think that with gaming changing, um, I think with gaming changing, you know, I, for one, I've said it constantly. I think it's stupid for these devs to come out and for people in the industry to come out and say, oh, well, you know, fucking, you know, single player games are dying. And I'm like, no, they're not dying. But they do have to adapt. I think that these single-player games or whatever, there has to be something that's going to continuously um, either not just pull someone back, but you know, reach the masses. 
Um, now, mind you, I think that Devil May Cry 5 has done that because not only do they introduce new characters, but also introduce new styles of gameplay. You have the rocket arm that Metal Gear that Metal Gear Solid 5 seemed to have created, and it seems like Capcom kind of stole it from him. <laughs> um, in the demo, you can actually uh, make Nero jump on top of his arm, ride it around as a rocket and all this other stuff. Um it looks good. I think it. I think it will do well. But I'm just worried because I think that that gamers are. It's almost kind of like reading, bro. It's like newspapers. Like newspapers were the source material of, yeah. of everything back in the day. Books, source material of everything. Well, you know, as the internet grew and changed, and mobile devices came about, you know, we kind of stopped dealing with that stuff. So it moves down into the same thing with these style of gameplay, you know, or these these styles of video games that are single player based and have kind of one uh, one dimension, you know. But after the game's released, like a damn, I paid sixty bucks and there's nothing else, you know. All these other studios are going out like Respawn and saying, "Hey, not only are we making games like Apex Legends, we're also making games like you know." the upcoming Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is supposed to be a very heavy, story-driven, single-player game. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's not the fact that these series will die or not be able to survive. It's more or less the aspect that these studios have to adapt and change. And as those games are launched and pushed out, you also have to try to find some financial way of surviving and keeping money flowing into these projects. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Wear your fucking NASA shirt. What is it, 92? We landed on the moon. And, oh, in 92 we yeah. did? Damn. There's a transformer there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so now we're moving into a topic that me and Bolts are like, you know, we're constantly talking about. Anytime we talk about Assassin's Creed, we're always talking about this. Oh, hold up. Wait a second. I forgot. I had a couple of community comments about this. Um, now Link, um, my boy Link did say about Devil May Cry, he said, no, I don't think it'll survive. I think it's time to either find new styles of play or let the franchise die. Then TJ, um, said, dude, it's Devil May Cry. Really? Of course it can succeed. I think that's the only people that talked about Devil May Cry. So let's move into the next topic at hand. We want an Assassin's Creed game in feudal Japan right now. So, Bolts, I know you can see that image that is on here. This is concept art that was done by some random uh, website, venhillart.wordpress.com. Uh, does that not look fucking sick as shit? Of course it does. Bro, I mean, it looks amazing. It has a, uh, a character that has four different varieties of Assassin's Creed gear. He has two of them that are hooded, two of them that are unhooded, but it has that mix of like the assassins and also the feudal Japan. I mean, I just, it's crazy to me that it hasn't happened yet. You know, there's already talks that there is a new Assassin's Creed game coming out in 2020 and it's going back to Rome. So, um, I don't, it's neither confirmed or denied that this is true, but I just, I mean, this should have already happened. I was, I was, you know what I'm saying? Right. I will say this. If, if, if they continue with this Rome, this Rome feel, you know, you went from you went from ancient Egypt to the Rome to Rome, basically, and, and, and origins, and then when you got to origins, 
um excuse me when you got the odyssey you had the spartans and you had the romans you know i mean and, and the athenians sorry yeah um but you know it, they keep going with this european feel you know it's going to get to the point where you're going to meet you, you know they've got to do an alexander the great where he ventures off over into india um and then from the india you 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 go over to the to the mongols to the to, to china japan maybe they're just slowly trying to make their way across you know europe and asia for crying out loud i, I don't know i don't know where they plan on going if they go back to rome um and unless they go unless they go to rome and then it's a complete during during the power of caesar um the gladiators uh, uh, uh pompeii you know whatever but there's so much history of old Europe that that they could they could run with that that side all day long. Um, now, as far as going back to Assassin's Creed and feudal Japan, that it's been something that I've been crying out for 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 many many years. There's so much culture, there's so much history um, over over in Japan and China and 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 in the in the in the Orient, the Asian basically. Uh, whether it's the Mongols, the Mongolians, whether it's you know uh, the, the the Shogun, it's just there's so much history over there that they could run with it on so many levels, and I would be so so excited. Yeah, um, I you know I, I'm a big history buff. That's why I'm a, I I love the Assassin's Creed. I love learning about the history, and, and I'm sorry to say you can learn more about history in the Assassin's Creed game than you could probably learn in school right, to yeah, an extent. Especially now, yeah. You know, th- th- there are some stuff that they got to fluctuate just to, to coexist through the game and so whatnot. But I mean, there's just so much. I mean, you go from you go from Europe to the Middle East to 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 Japan, to China, and then hell, you can even go down to Australia to the Aborigines for crying out loud, you know. But there's just, I, I, I hope that they plan on doing this soon. If not next, um, if it's if it's after the Romans, then then let's roll over to the Mongolians, you know. Maybe, maybe Lewis and maybe Lois and Clark, Lois. Um, no, who was that? Oh, Marco Polo, excuse me, Marco Polo. Maybe he's a he, he, he's a he's an assassin that 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 goes over to the Mongols. I'm just saying, there's so many different little twists and stories that you could go with the history side. Yeah. Um, because you know the Mongolians, you know, fought China all day long for that piece of land for so many time for so many years and you know centuries and stuff like that. So I want them to get there. I want them to get there soon. Um, I'll just, I, if this is the case, I'm super excited about so it. So are man. you saying that you don't think, um, that, that you don't think that you would possibly be really excited if they were to announce that they were going back to Rome? This no, absolutely. Year? I would absolutely love Rome. No, Ro- 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 Rome, Rome to me is, is yes. Yes. You have, you have Egypt and the the pharaohs and all them that they, they, they were the first truly organized civilization don't yeah. get shit twisted that, that they started the whole the whole prosperity of civilization but when when rome came, came to be rome that was a whole nother level of of progression in society of of civilization itself Rome, Rome is basically like like I could see it. Like if you fold, if you like took took the skin off the earth and you laid it on a table, to me Rome would feel would feel like it would be right in the middle. You know, it'd be yeah, the center totally. piece, centerpiece of the world. There's so much, so much that came from Rome, 
and and Europe and and all that that it just just veined out to 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 the other worlds. Now don't get now don't get anything twisted. You know China and Japan and 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 Mongol and and stuff like that. They had their own they had their own stuff going on over there, but they were so secretive. And they kept to them, you know, to me, it felt like they just kept to themselves. They didn't want to branch off or expand their countries. They stayed over fighting with each other. You know, in Rome, Alexander the Great wanted to take over the whole fucking world for crying out loud, you know. So his adventures and his his expeditions and his, his expansion is it was so vast and so quick that it reached all the way to, you know, the Middle East to India and stuff like that. I mean, there's so 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 Rome going back to Rome would basically be to me would be the start of the Assassin's Creed of the yeah. Assassins would be the start. You know, the uh, Assassin's Creed origins in Egypt is kind of the um, get the ball going. You know, yeah. you know that they they see as the first civilization that you have people who are trying to control the world, and they're like, well, maybe we need to do something. Well, and, like, okay, so let me ask this, not yes. to cut you off. So no, with no, the Origins, good. you know I didn't finish the Origins. I know. So in Origins, spoiler alert, just to let you guys know, um, in Origins, that was the starting of the of the Creed Brotherhood, or was that just it, more or less like, hey, we can assassinate people? It was <laughs> It was more or less, it's like, okay, um, you, you have the Magi. Um, or it was the Magi, that's kind of what I, you know. Um, they, they they are the protectors of Egypt for the most part. Okay, yes. and it's just like anything. You have the protectors of Egypt, and then you have the people who want to control Egypt, and then from the Egypt control the world. Okay, mm-hmm. so at at that time they um it it was uh, I can't remember if they were they weren't called a cult. I forget what they're called the, the serpent's head or something like that. You you had certain people in Egypt that were trying to control that from from their standpoint branch out upon um for centuries after them to control the world basically aka the templars okay yeah. um and then the uh um Bayak, which was the um Bayek, which was the main character yeah. he was he was the protector of rome the citizens and so on and so forth now whenever he found out that these people were trying to were trying to control the world and so on and so forth him and his his wife set out with a bunch of other people the creed basically to help help stop that situation now of course just like anything the templars aka the templars find somewhere to slither themselves to the next century to the next big moment in history basically yeah so of course um you know you you, you pair it with Cle- oh, you pair it with cleopatra and origins um and of course you know cleopatra and caesar um i, I think they get married in, in here they get married and whatnot um but eventually you know caesar goes back on everything he said to cleopatra to help start rome in the direction he wants as a nice templar yeah so that that's kind of a a, a step foot now now it's odyssey um uh, sparta um athenians um at, at the at the top of sparta's rise the top of the um athenians rise um they i, I don't necessarily think this was about the necessary about the the cult the cosmos the the templars yeah. as much as it is about it, what they have what they had the cosmos the cult uh-huh. and there's you know there's a, there's a shit ton of people because at one point sparta sparta and athens was like top of the game yeah in, in europe it was them too clashing and then rome came and took everything you know just just dominated so everything is building up to 
to where I think when Rome is Rome at the, at the height of Rome yeah. is when you really see the creed. You know, you you know, because the first Assassin's Creed was Jerusalem, Damascus, and so on and so forth. So it's 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 it can branch, it can go on. Um, I think you're, I think the next game you see is just really going to see the development of the creed, the start of the creed, and so yeah. on and so forth. So awesome, man! And I mean, that's a good way of lining it out too, because I think I, I agree with you that you know, hopefully, in the long run, we will get a game like this. Um, now, there was a few community comments. Uh, there's not really much I want to say about it outside of the fact that I just want the fucking game. I want them to come out with an Assassin's Creed set in feudal Japan. Uh, plain and simple, no if, ands, or buts. There's not a question about it in my mind. It should have already happened. So, like, let's just get the fucking ball rolling. And uh, let's just get the ball rolling and get the shit done. Because I think that is what most fans really want. I mean, bro, it would be such a beautiful fucking game. You know, so I, I don't know, man. Um, Lydia says Assassin's Creed in Japan sounds pretty interesting. Uh, then uh, TJ says, kind of seems, I kind of see this as a waste of time and resources to do an Assassin's Creed game in Japan. And then Link says, doesn't need to happen. Bringing, oh man, bringing back Tenchu uh, would fill the gap and add a. Uh, Fill the gap and add, and Jesus Christ, I can't read. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up, Bolts. Um, uh, fill the gap and prevent the franchise fatigue, which see which I'm seeing with Assassin's Creed uh, games in the past. Um, then you got my boy Joseph Music. He says, in my opinion, the recent Assassin's Creed uh, titles have been nothing short of mediocre. At best, with all the bugs and rush graphics, uh, if they take their time, I could see it being done uh, properly. But damn, Joseph thinks that the games have been rushed. I don't know. What about you, Bolts? Well, you know, that, that, that is one person's opinion. Um, I absolutely have loved it. Um, I, that, I don't, I don't feel that they have rushed. Um, I don't feel that. I don't know what bugs he, he speaks of. Um, uh, I know he played Origins and Odyssey. Oh, and yeah, and 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 uh, and like I said, I, I I mean, an open world game like that, I'm, in 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 any game, you're gonna it's get gonna a few bugs, bugs yeah. here and there. Um, but I mean, there, it was such a different feel, it was such a different game, and it was so much better than anything they've put out since Assassin's Creed Two. So. I totally agree, bro. So moving on to the third topic of the show. Um, what do we want from Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order? From Respawn Entertainment comes a brand new action-adventure game which tells an original Star Wars story around a surviving Padawan set shortly after the events of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. So, I'm going to tell you what I want. I want everything i want to have this padawan get trained and all this other shit and then because there's a lot of stories that have not been told uh about darth vader and what he did in between you know episode three and episode four and all this other shit i want to be like i want it to be as epic as you know the previous star wars title what was it i can't of course i would force unleashed force unleashed jesus christ the first one not the second one memory yeah the second one was horrible um but the first force unleashed it was 
awesome. It was so good. And I don't, I really do. I want it to just be over the top, unbelievable. Um, a, a great Star Wars experience that, that really just kind of doesn't connect the dots, but also it kind of shows, you know, some stuff that not just that we haven't seen, but some new shit to the Star Wars uh, series. Now, what about you, Bolts? I mean, you and me both are big. Star Wars uh, Fallen Order guys. What do you want from... Uh, well, Star Wars Fallen Order. We're Star Wars guys. We love Star Wars. Fuck. Um, but what do you what do you want from Star Wars The Jedi Fallen Order? Okay. I want... I don't want another Star Wars game. <sighs> well, that obviously is not going to happen since this has already been officially announced. Um... So uh, as far as as far as uh, surviving Padawans after Episode Three, I mean you're 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 throwing a story right in the middle of everything. I just you're so fucking negative, bro. I, I just it yeah, bo- I hate it you just so much. It just it God. just bothers me. That's all it is. It's like, hey guys, by the way, <laughs> there's this Padawan that's over here landed on this planet, Shakawata, and he's been training with Wadinika. And he's like six times better than what? What was it? What was it? What was it? Star Killer? What Star we, Killer? Yeah. yeah, Star Killer. And he's got he's got. But I don't think it's Star just, is Star Killer. Like, is that whole thing? Is it even canon anymore? I, I have no idea. It was a, it was a, it, it was a it was a story between some episode, whichever I don't even remember which episodes it was between. It was whenever Darth Vader. I think had it was a, in between, um, in between episode four and. Five? Right, but what kills me about this is we've seen the movies. Okay, I've read several books. Uh-huh. All right, now whatever Padawan this is, it's got to either a be killed at the end of this game, or it's got to be a Jedi throughout the rest of the three movies. That would be make that would make sense because that's the only two ways you go with that with that game and then yeah. you're and then the game I've already solved the ending of the game. See, how would you solve the ending because, of the game? Because either bro. A the Padawan's going to die or B it's going to be a Jedi that or we, not or, or it's just a new added story it says right here uh, in here it says uh this is an action adventure a brand new action adventure game which tells an original Star Wars story around a Padawan surviving the events of Revenge of the Sith. Releasing Hollywood, uh, Hollywood. I'm right. fucked up. I'm right. fucked up. I'm obviously way more drunk off the story. But, but but see, I understand that. I mean, that's all fine. It is a separate story. Great. I I just, the, but then then don't tell it shortly after episodes after the the events of Star Wars Episode Three because you got to tie it in with the movies. You've you've got to at somehow some way. Um, it's just it's it's tough for me to sit here and be like. You know the surviving Padawan. Uh, what, he's over here training. I'm assuming he's training. You know, he. Uh, we don't know. We don't. That's I what mean, I'm saying. But it, damn, bro, like for real, you gotta listen, bro. I'm just. I, I love you. I love how opinionated you are, whatever. But I think you're completely wrong about this game. I think it's a fact of the matter that it's just you know like you've. Of course, we've like I play Battlefront. I play Battlefront One. I play Battlefront Two. Battlefront One was a fucking joke. Battlefront 2 was a little bit better, but I think it's just the fact that you are burnt out on, you know, like, you also, I mean, too, you were big, big, big into Force Awakens, 
or Force Unleashed or whatever, like I was, and we were both really fucking burned by the second one. Like the second one was just horrible. Yeah, like, yeah, it was a bad yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, was. plain and simple. The story was over. I mean, it was just totally fucking diluted. It made like you know at the end of Unleashed One, you had the ability to make choices, correct? Like yes. you had the ability of either choosing a light side or dark side. Yep. And then they came out with the the DLC of it to where you were like a Sith Lord and you were able to kill Luke Skywalker and yep. all this other shit, which was cool. But it was it was like you didn't have that choice. You didn't have that choice when it came up to the second one, right? I, I don't. I, I played. The, I didn't play all the way through the second one. Um, but I think at the beginning of the story and stuff in the second one, like your decisions that you made in the first one didn't follow over into the second one. You didn't have the choice of saying, well, what story right, did you choose? Right. I can't remember if it did. But I think it's just the fact of the matter that you're fucking burned out by the series. And like you just you don't want any more Star Wars games. So you're not going to give it any hope in your head that this game could actually be fucking good. That's a very, very fair assumption. I uh, hate you. Don't uh, don't agree with me. I I just don't I you fucking agree I'm, with me. I'm, you I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the Star Wars video games. I I really am. Um, even I think that's the biggest thing, bro. I think that even if the game is good, you just have it in your head that like you just don't want another one because you think that it, there's a very big possibility it could fail. Uh, and and it'll be a, another another big failure of 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 the many. Many recently released Star Wars games, of of a movie franchise and book for series that I absolutely fucking love, I fucking adore. You liked the last episode, didn't you? You liked episode eight, right? Yeah, Star Wars. No, I, I've 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 liked all the Star Wars stuff that's come out. See, Solo was okay. I mean, I think I, I enjoyed you and the me shit watched it. We were kind of like, man, I enjoyed the shit out of Solo. Most people didn't. Yeah, you know, it, it just gives you a little a little insight to 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 where Solo and and. Um, uh, and the whole the crew kind of lined up. Lando, thank you. Fuck, I could brain fart. It's okay. I've been like that the yeah. whole episode. So I mean, it's just it's great. Okay, so moving on from that, um, I mean, I just think I don't know, bro. I just think that Jedi Fallen Order is going to be a hopefully a great fucking you know single player experience. Um, I really do. I hope it just. I hope it fucking hits it out of the ballpark. I hope Respawn does such an amazing job. Um, who else commented? TJ did say, "Be the Star Wars everyone needs it to be." Is what he wants from Star Wars: The Fallen Order. No microtransaction. Good story. Great character arcs. Um, that's a really well said thing, guy. Um, Link said, "Any fully released game that survives development doesn't have." Loot boxes isn't a vehicle for DLC and actually hits retail, um, which that's a good point too. It's kind of like what you were saying before. Um, I think that's the only people that commented on that one, um, but I do agree. I hope that it, the game comes out and there's no big fucking hits on DLC or anything like that. I really do, man. Because if it if if they do, if they add DLC or if they add loot boxes, they add this and that. It's going to be a fucking travesty. So, um, last but certainly not least, God of War does it deserve the praise it gets? So, Bolts, you've been playing God of War recently. Yep. I'm going to give you the 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 mic to say what you need to say, and then I'm going to destroy you. Okay. 
Um, I've I've recently played uh God of War. Um, I'm diving in into it. Um, as of right now, I absolutely love where the story is going. Going, um, Norwegian gods, I absolutely love it. Um, Odin, Thor, Loki, Boulder. I, I just I I love love that that type of of uh mythical gods basically. Um, the uh, I'll, I'll go to the visuals are amazing. Uh, the game physics are awesome. Very smooth. Everything about it is 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 awesome. I, I have no qualms about any of that. Um, but it's a good thing that I play the game for the story. Um, just like um, you know, just like the previous Gods of War. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I play the God of War for the story. You know, because I, I get tired of hitting the same button over and over and over. But that's just that's just me. I've I've never been a big hack and slash guy. And everybody tells everybody told me, well, this God of War is different. It is different, but also very much the same. You know, instead of Square and X, it's R1 and R2. Um, I do have a shield I can block with now. Um, I have an axe that I can throw and return. Um, but as far as as the game itself, like I said, the story is amazing so far. Um, I, I love the I love the conversations between between kratos and boy it's absolutely awesome um yeah um i love the small the small feeling interactions between the two um especially the part when like kratos wants to praise him but he you know he he wants to put his hand on his shoulder and he pulls off yeah It, it breaks my heart but i understand what he's doing yeah um small little innuances like that is absolutely amazing about the game um i mean but other than other than the 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 fighting i absolutely love it you know i have i have to give me a reason to not talk shit to you what this the truth it's the truth it's it's this goes back to any god of war game i ever played i have ever played i played the god of war games for the story because because of the gods because of the story because of what kratos is and how how what he did to get where he's at and who he's fought to kill and, and, and who, who has died in his family, you know, and this one, you know, he's an older man, still got most of his God strength, but he's an older man who, whose wife has died. He's got this, he's got this, this, this son that he has to lead who his son of, and of course is part God himself. Yeah. I'm absolutely, I now absolutely know that. Um, and, and, and then he, he has left the, the realm of, of of Hades and 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 Zeus and and and, and 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 those gods over to the Norwegian gods, which, well, never mind. I was about to spoil, right? God, so, you I was know, about to spoil. <laughs> as much as I love Zeus and Hades and 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 Athena, the and Norwegian them, gods, are, the Norwegian yeah. gods are a whole nother fucking level. Let yeah. me tell you, man. Yeah, the you know people who you know back in the day, people who worshipped them gods worshipped them gods you know Mm -hmm. you didn't disappoint you know loki and odin and and stuff like that so it's as as far as everything but the fighting i absolutely i have absolutely loved but let me ask this yes do you feel that it deserves the praise that it is getting that's our main topic at at hand do you feel that i mean with look at this right here all these awards that it's got and and that's that's awesome do you feel job it it deserves Um, only the reason I don't think it does is because you have half a game that is physics, gameplay, story, visuals, boom, boom, boom. The other half is fighting, and the fighting is tedious. 
and boring. Yeah. Well, I disagree. I don't think the fighting is tedious and boring. I think that it is improved in the aspect of one simple change. The camera angle. Not only is it a third person. Yeah, for real. Just hear me out, Bolts. Not only does it just change the aspect of the game, it makes it more personal. You not only... It's not an aspect of, oh, I could see what I'm doing a little bit more. Because, you know, there's times in God of War, like especially God of War 3, that you're climbing up a mountain or you're climbing up the side of, you know, Athena, Athena, um, Gaia, you know, and like you're fucking zoomed all the way out. And like, yeah, I mean, the depth is cool as fuck, bro. You're like, holy shit, look at this. But you can barely see what the fuck you're doing. You know what I'm saying? This over-the-shoulder, third-person style game, not only I did I not expect the game to be like this, but it really changed the gameplay for me because I felt more of a personal touch. I felt like I felt like I could feel the, the pain and the anguish and the anger that Kratos was either pushing out or dealing with. You know, it was a very cinematic and expressive game some of these games out there now i think are more about shock factor um this was something that kind of grasped me almost like the metro series has before in the past you know what has always connected me with metro and uh, you know last light 2033 and exodus was the story that it told so having this third person over the shoulder camera angle i think didn't just improve the gameplay it improved the overall presentation of the game you know of of you're not just you're not the same guy that you used to be you know that zoomed out camera angle i mean i know that they may not have done it like this but that zoomed out camera angle kind of added to that pumped up anger heavy action like oh okay we're doing all this shit you know kratos is swinging his blades around you see all these people just flying and shit's going all over the fucking place things are blowing up you're like fuck yeah you know and then you have god of war the relaunch or the the continuation to where it's closer it's way more personal you have a, a a man that not only was a was a husband and a father previously but had completely started anew and, you know, had a kid, had a wife, and the shit happened the way it did, and he had to just move on from that. And, you know, you're in this situation now that you're in a, in a realm that you're not used to. You're trying to become a better man and make sure that your son can, does not follow down the same path that you did. Um, and I think that that one simple touch really changed the game for me as a whole. I mean, that one switch from a, you know, a kind of over the top gameplay camera cinematic style to this real up close and personal style of gameplay that you get out of games like Uncharted and, you know, some of these other games that I really, really do feel that it really just completely overly changed the game for me. Um, I know that that may be a stupid way of saying it. I mean, I know that you're the type of person that you don't think anybody's opinion is dumb. <laughs> Psych. No, but I'm just saying like, you, right. you understand what I, I'm getting. I, at. I, I, I feel where you're going with that. Um, and, and I'll rebuttal with this. Um, the only, th- the only, I, I, to, to me, the, the, the camera angle doesn't really, 
it, it, it doesn't make it personal for me. Rather, whether I'm whether I'm I'm over his shoulder or I'm stuck and I'm far back away, I'm still hitting R one and R two and fighting. Yeah, you know, it, and and that 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 part doesn't make it seem personal to me. Like I said, the the the, the personal touch in that game is those small the small scenes where he wants to put his hand on his shoulder or put his hand on his back or tell him something or or you know you 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 feel you feel the 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 feelings in his voice or or you see the feelings and the love in his gestures to me that that's where the feelings come you know if 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 you pan back the camera you're still throwing your axe around if you zoom in you're still throwing the axe around yeah but i just i don't know bro i think that's a reason why they switch the camera angles from a this over like i said before over the top very cinematic camera that's moving all over the place and doing different shit and showing different scenes or whatever to a more up close style of camera because it was it's a different kratos this time around so i don't know man we're gonna de- agree to disagree on this because you know i know it's a small thing about gameplay but i think bolts is just over analyzing it this is me i think bolts is a privileged xbox gamer that no i'm just joking a privilege <laughs> i got shit to play <laughs> anyways but i'm glad you got your ps4 bro i'm glad that you're able to play the game um, even though it may not be everything that you heard it was, I'm glad that you at least appreciate it for what it is, which is a story driven and that's it. Beautiful game. And that's exactly what, what, what I'll give it, you know, out of a 10, I definitely give it a seven. Oh, bro. That's a horrible. Score, no, it's bro. not a seven. Half of the, half of the time you're fighting anyways. And, and, and if I don't oh. like the fighting, at least I, at least I can give it a five. Oh God. All right. So Justin Harden said, God of War, definitely, absolutely. The story is perfect. The experience is epic. Kratos is a badass motherfucker. Why am I still typing? Right. Lydia says, God of War, I believe it does um, deserve the praise that it's getting. The story of the newest one is really good, and I think that it's getting all the praise it definitely deserves. Uh, TJ says one of the most and uh, accomplished games to ever be released. Of course, it deserves the praise. Uh, Link says sure, but people can stop acting like it's the only good game out there that's been made in the last year. Um, and uh, Link. Um, and then if there was any other time, uh, I think that was it. Wait, oh, this is most relevant. Oh my god, Bolt. Is that all? Yep, that was it. So, uh, I want to give a shout out to you guys. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I know the podcast has been changing a lot recently, but I really am trying to do the best, uh, best job that I can to give you guys a new uh, experience with the podcast um, and uh, give you something a little different. Instead of the same old, same old. It's not really different. It's somewhat of the same um, style that we usually do. But uh, we're just trying to get a little bit more in-depth on on some of the topics that we're talking about and involve you guys as well. So, Bolts, do you have any shout-outs that you'd like oh. to give, sir? No, it's, it's more or less. The podcast is like um, it's like God of War, you know. You know, a few things are changing, but for the most part, it's still the same. <laughs> That's a good one, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. You have any shout outs that you want to give? Oh. 
shout out, shout outs, man. Shout outs to. We don't have to do shout outs. That's good because I don't can't think of anybody who deserves a shout out. Shout outs to Santa Links. People. Are okay, those guys. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in episode 252. Make sure to check us out next week for another episode. Um, Hopefully, my son will be here next week. March 10th. Holla at your boy. March 10th. March 10th. March 5th. Dante Asher Gale. That's right. AKA Dag. (laughs) Peace out, guys. Peace.